Hello there. This is an incoming transmission from the Outer Rim Beacon. Everything leading up to this moment has been rehearsal. The real performance is about to begin. I'm counting on it. I'm counting on it. Oh, gotta love some Thrawn. Welcome, everybody. You have just tuned in to the Outer Rim Beacon, your frequency for everything in that galaxy far, far away. From Mon Calamari to Mustafarians, we've got you covered. Everybody, how you doing today? Hope you're having a great day. The weather was beautiful here in uh, Ohio, in the Midwest. It was quite nice out. It's toasty I mean, here it was 84. It wasn't terrible. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, it was nice. So uh, I got out. I enjoyed it a little bit this afternoon, this evening. So it was nice. Uh, I'm Justin. I'm one of your hosts here on the Outer Rim Beacon. Joining me today, as always, are my co-hosts. This is Josh. Uh, the weather was a little bit more like Camino up here in the uh, oh, northwestern yeah? part of oh, Ohio. Stormy. Any giant oh, flying yeah. fish things hurtling out of ponds? I, no? I, I, you know, they're so fast. I thought I saw something. And then it was gone. So it was, it was gone. gone. In the blink of an eye. <laughs> uh, this is Kyle, and I guess we're talking weather today. And it was nice here. Yeah, it was no. hot. It was like eighty six. We're it recording this from an elevator. Yeah, yeah. It's a very exciting <laughs> podcast we're recording here. It's a thrill a minute. Yeah, yeah. It's a Hera's meteorologist back. hour. Hera's back. back. Hera's Woo! back. Fully Screw accent. you if yeah. you didn't like it. <laughs> yeah. yeah haters yeah, gonna hate we, uh, that's their job i'm not even like i'm not even gonna lose one second of sleep over it no no i mean it's okay to like what you like there's nothing yeah. wrong with it you like Hera and you like rebels you probably love this episode you don't like Hera, you don't like rebels then you probably didn't enjoy this you? episode at all can't relate exactly exactly um, guys it's, like, it's called the on? bad batch yeah it's gonna have yeah. only the bad batch in it or i'm gonna be very upset <laughs> Yeah, it was, uh, it, this episode that we're going to talk about here in a little bit in particular received, uh, some not good reviews. If you go to IMDB and you look at it, you can read reviews that people posted on there and man babies. some of them just did not enjoy it. Or woman and, babies. Um, I don't know. You know, this is, this is the origin story, right? This is, I'm saying. this is young hair. This is the origin story. So I don't know why, why people are, are upset with that. Cause I mean, I, I mean. I'm, I get it. I get it. If you're not a Rebels fan, I can understand. But, I can't. I don't get it. You know, yeah, I don't get it's it. It's some at all. of the better so storytelling <laughs> in Star Wars. Um, I don't understand how people don't enjoy it. But I've got a question. While we're talking hey. about backstories, do I, and I yeah. know we mentioned it on the live stream on Friday. If you don't tune in, you got to catch it on YouTube and tune in for our next Either one Friday or night, eight p.m. Uh, Eastern. But do you guys think that Hera's mom is going down this Friday? She gonna bite the big one. She gonna become one with the force. I think so. Oh, there's been some speculation. It's a kids show, Justin. Mm-hmm. The, is it, can the kids handle it? I mean, Bambi. I Bambi's so. mom died in the first five minutes. I don't know why Harris mom can't. <laughs> right. Ton Wee's died. Um, dead. Allegedly, that's true. <laughs> Rampart called it an attempted assassination, but no. It looked Ton like, Wee. What was that? Oh, yeah. Because Tan, Tan Wee got capped oh, by uh, by Fennec. Uh, yeah, I was thinking of um, our senator friend from today. I thought we were already getting to that uh, that oh, debate. Oh, Orn Frita. No, yeah. we're not there. We're not Free-ta. there yet. We're not there not yet. Tan but, Wee. Sorry. 
It sounds like an hors d'oeuvre. A frita? Hi, yes, I'd like the orange fritas, please. That's the, <laughs> if you go to Aldi and get corn chips, you get uh, fritas. <laughs> you know who hasn't died, though? It's missing letters. Those letters. <laughs> <laughs> the scoops are the best. Oh, well, stop the presses. Hello. <laughs> Captain Hot Obvious. take. Hot take. <laughs> Do you know who hasn't died, though? Any uh, clones, because the stupid stun set. Yeah, we're still stunning every well, single I, clone. I noticed clones. that. Yes. Which, like, I get, oh, my God. Jeez, we were taking it too far. I, I get it. Cham fought alongside <laughs> them, and he uh, he said his whole thing about how they, they saved them once, and he trusts them, so I get it. He's got a soft spot. And our, our one buddy to, uh, from this episode, he clearly isn't really feeling the whole Empire thing either, but I'm with you. When are we, when are we going to... Um, take off the training wheels and just go for it. Yeah, yeah. It was um, it was interesting because I mean, we'll we'll talk about it when we get to that kind of giant chase battle scene at the end. Uh, that was really really good. It was well done. A little bit of jousting in there. Um, Call back to the yeah. If you Clone enjoy Wars. some uh, yeah. If you enjoy some original Clone Wars speeder bike jousting, you got a little it? bit of that. It's some great sniper shots you don't. Uh, yeah, in this show. Really, but- <laughs> It was one of the high points. It made, it made no sense. <laughs> it, it made zero sense. It didn't. Uh, but it didn't. Although yeah, I did so we got a little bit of that. A live joust at the Ren Fair, you know, before COVID. That was pretty sweet. That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Knocked each other off their horses. Crazy. Sick. Yeah. Yeah. It's very loud. Uh, and we had blurgs. We did have blurgs in this episode. We always love a good episode with blurgs. Yeah. Just like the Ewok um, movie. First appearance of the <laughs> blurg. We we did. Uh, it's true. We had some blurgs. Yep. It is. It is. Well, before we dive into all of the Bad Batch or Herod, Hera origin story, whichever you want to call it, AKA. Uh, we've got we've got a little bit of news and notes here. We're going to start it off though with yes. our normal yes. countdown to celebration. We are at forty five weeks. Pretty now. sure this Michael is Jordan has returned for the countdown. The like, oh, God, we got to go listen part. to that you hour know, and a half podcast to see how long it is till celebration. You get the, you get the awesome music, a little yeah. funk. Well, who doesn't like And your day when you're listening yeah. to our podcast, it's always a good thing, right? Yeah. Can't go wrong. A little celebration. And because we're recording a day late from normal, not that it matters because who knows when we're going to release it, but it is exactly 45 weeks from today. Really? Yep. The start of... Uh, exactly. Exactly. Nice. Nice. Well, speaking of celebrating, The Mandalorian also had a little bit of celebrating to do as they were nominated for 24 Emmys, Hell including no. Outstanding Drama Series. You love to see this it. is going to be a fun, fun Emmys because they had 24 nominations. I believe WandaVision had 23 I don't remember how many Falcon and Winter Soldier Suck had, it, but I'm Marvel. pretty sure they had quite a few. They have just been... Don Cheadle somehow got uh, one for Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, he had about 30 <laughs> seconds of screen time. I forgot he was even in the show until I got nominated for an Emmy. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but, I mean, d- just the Disney programming has been killing it Dave Filoni's going to have to it's bust just... out his formal hat. Yeah. <laughs> No, is it top other hat? than black? Yeah. Like, what would it be? <laughs> top hat. It's leather. I don't know. Like, is, is, is it, it already a, black leather? Like, is it or is it black hat, suede? Uh, or stovepipe hat? I, 
like Abe Lincoln look. Well, I don't know. He's got Stetson. that that beard in that one picture that yeah, he had he's going on. Got the quarantine growth going on lately. Yeah. Yeah, so kudos to everybody that has worked on The Mandalorian yeah, job, for the guys. last Keep two seasons. It. That is um, outstanding. That's a lot of Emmy nominations. They're like so. Scarecrows, outstanding in their field. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, We're going to get a new, speaking of Mandalorian, we're going to get a new special edition of Disney Gallery featuring the, featuring the Mandalorian, uh, which should, I think, include what we had hoped was the back half of that season. It only went up to a certain I saw point, that right? they're going to at least do a portion of it specifically on the Luke Skywalker cameo and how they, did, the how they pulled that secrets. off. Yes, I figured that'd be the whole awesome. thing because that's what they left out of the last one. Well, that's what I thought too, but I wasn't trying to um, throw Justin under the bus. I was rolling with his uh, his thing there yeah. about what it's going to be on it. I, did, I didn't know if there was more to it or just that specific part, but I thought they stopped it at like halfway through the season or something. I thought we they, were missing the some very other first episodes. one. I thought they barely covered anything. Yeah, for season so, two. Yeah. Well, it is. It is also the season of cons. It is the summertime. We have cons going on again, left and right. Thank goodness. Uh, we have an, one coming up. It's called FunCon. Sounds fun. It is through Funco, uh, and right. they reveal <laughs> a say. whole bunch of pops. <laughs> no, 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 Kyle. <laughs> Kyle, Kyle's like so, that Kyle. went south real quick. Yeah, sounds like the opposite <laughs> uh, of fun. They announced a whole bunch of, I guess, Funko, Funcon exclusives. I don't know. Just a ton of pops, tons of pop related items. The two Star Wars ones that I saw were a different, another version of Ray and an Imperial Commando, which I'm surprised they hadn't already done that yet with how many Star Wars pops they have out there. But this has got to be like the 10th or 12th iteration of Ray that they've put out. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't have. I've. I've stopped mostly getting the pop. I'm out of the like, pop game. Handful, I'm done. I'm not there's doing it. A handful it. that I get, and that's about I'm it. Not doing it. Josh, how you feeling on the pops? This I guy's keeping them in 11 business. Eleven last night. <laughs> <laughs> Josh is like, like well, there's two more people not buying pops. I got to quadruple my amount of purchases <laughs> to make sure they keep no, making they these little bubbles. They just keep hitting me right in the <laughs> sweet spot. That's. I get one Anything and Josh is like, those 90s. are rookie numbers, kid. You got to pump those numbers up. Really pump those up. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, how many did you get, Josh? 11. Yesterday. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh. Listen, Whew. I got all three members of TLC from the early 90s, the well, can't colorful outfits. Out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got um, Mohamed Salah, who's my favorite player or the best player on my favorite team because uh, I'm a soccer fan. And I got all of the Secret of the Ooze Pops, which include all four turtles, Super Shredder, played by Big Sexy Ooh. Kevin Nash, and Tonka and Razor. So Nice. That's gotta do it. A lot. It's a good pickup. And all Not of the bad. turtles have like a um a pose that is very specific to a certain scene. Like Mikey's really? got the donut box with that had the you know, the stuff <laughs> the, in the donuts. The cube? And, yeah. And um <laughs> yeah. Donnie's standing with his finger like that, like when they when he they push him and he's pretending like he's like a one of those yeah. uh, weeble wobble the, things. In yeah, the yeah. The um, wobble but don't fall down situation. Do they? Are you going to take him out of the box and set up a little uh, uh, diorama? Probably not. Yeah, lame. 
I don't I don't have any of my stuff out of the box either, but <laughs> they get dusty. Uh, I used they, to I used to take them out of the box years ago and they get dusty. And then, yeah. like, if you, it's easier to dust the box yeah. than the figure. There I, you I go. Agreed. I don't take mine out either. Well figures <laughs> figures that you do take out of the box that you also need to clean are Hot Toys figures and Hot Toys dropped a whole bunch of they dropped uh they dropped an iron deadpool an iron what was it an iron uh doctor strange um they dropped a spider-man suit that looks like it's from no way home it has like the doctor strange like blue stuff it's it's crazy they dropped a whole bunch of pops or a whole bunch of six scale figures two of them uh, one of them, excuse me, one of them was from the Mandalorian. It was the Boba Fett, the repaint. Where? So after, huh? Boba Fett, where? Boba Fett, where? Uh, it was the repaint from when he goes on the ship with his magical paint studio and then comes out and his armor's like all that like matte green and he stuff He should have hammered the dent out if he was going to paint over <laughs> it. I don't get it. It was, uh, it, they released that one, which is, it's interesting because that figure... I think went up went up for sale at 240. Um, there is a second version that comes out with the throne, that throne that he's sitting on at the end of the Mandalorian. That one is $330 and it's a special that edition the throne I believe costs that comes $90 with dollars for anybody who's not that good at mathematics. <laughs> um, it comes with a hologram razor crest and a hollow Boba Fett's ship. Um, the I was watching you. Watching the you. other the yeah. other thing that was interesting with the photos that they released though was there is a sixth scale Fennec Shand with, with in a pose with him on the throne in in the one picture. So there is a sixth scale Fennec Shand coming, people. So if you are a big Fennec fan, uh, go out and and get that one. And I'm going to guess a, probably about the same price. If you got a cool $600 to spend on Boba Fennec and the throne. That could be a sweet little Oof. setup for you there. Uh, yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, we had some interesting news too. There are actually, and I, I wrote this one in the notes. There's a Walmart collector con Walmart. that will be starting July, <laughs> July 22nd through the 25th. Oh. Um, they will have new reveals each day from, from different, uh, IPs, right? From, uh, anything from, uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers to anybody Joe, who will to Star Wars. Walmart screw up their release of a product. <laughs> Basically, yes. Anybody willing to say, sure, send it to whoever you want, whenever you want, and rip them Smash up. The Smash the crap it. out of yeah, that package. stomp on it before you ship it out. Right. That'd be great. Yeah, so they apparently are going to have new ex- new Star Wars exclusives beginning on 7.22 at 7 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Now, I have no idea what this figure is. Um, I did see that Target today opened up pre-orders for three figures that were previously released, which was the Din Djarin and Child, or Din Djarin and Grogu with the removable helmet with the horrible face sculpt. Yeah. Um, the... Uh, Hondo, you can pre-order a Hondo if you didn't get him the first time. And then there's also a... Is that the vintage uh, collection I think it's the Hondo? Luke. No, no, no. These are Black Series. Black Series. Oh, the... All three uh, of them are the Galaxy's, Galaxy's Edge. Edge one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. And then the third one was the Luke Skywalker in Stormtrooper disguise. 
So you can pre-order those three through Target. Um, yeah, so I, I don't I don't know how I feel about this because this Walmart exclusive oh, thing Walmart. is always just a hot mess. Uh, I've had to I've called I, I their mean, customer service and like read the riot act to so many people so many times and they're just like sorry <laughs> like it's oh they're the worst yeah yeah uh, it was it was a little crazy um and that's so i don't know how i feel about this or if you get to the pre-order in time yeah if you can get one at all walmart walmart collector con now selling ebay exclusives yeah <laughs> doing their yeah, part and to then keep um, rare by damaging a quarter of the stock yeah, and then Target has their own con- called it's Tar- Geek Con or something like that Oof. coming out in a couple weeks. Terrible team, name, guys. I know. Jeez, um, they've got one coming out here in a few weeks, and then Hasbro has one here later this. I'm assuming this fall, where they're going to have. They just dropped a couple Pulse of exclusives. Um, yeah, Hasbro PulseCon. Would they dropped See, a couple exclusives? What, what last week? So, Target yeah, Kid interesting. The stay on Target con. It's right there, <laughs> right in front of their face. What are they doing? There you go. Um, yeah. Is the Hasbro Pulse Con is where they're releasing the Trapper Wolf figure, though, right? Correct. Yes. Correct. Do not keep your so, ears peeled for information about that because I will not be telling you. I'm, no one's allowed to know. <laughs> Keeping it top secret. Hush, hush. <laughs> I am I'm assuming it first goes up for PulseCon or excuse me Hasbro Pulse members on like they did with the Boba Fett for sure. uh where they get the day to order and then a day or two later everybody else gets a chance to order so Justin did the Boba Fett wear joke but on accident in his regular sentence <laughs> You can rewind it it happened Yeah um, but yeah, so I think that's, I think we covered all the news and notes for this week, quite a bit in there. Um, as Kyle mentioned earlier on, we do our Friday night lives every week, every Friday night covering bad batch right now. So we would love for you guys to come and join that. If you're new to the show, um, tune into that every Friday night, eight o'clock, we Eastern get on, Standard. we usually talk about bad batch. Yep. We, we do spoil it. So make sure you watch the episode yeah, before you come on the show. Yeah, you're going to want to watch. Uh, a lot of times we just have some fun. We tell some jokes. We, we we banter back and forth. Sometimes we play some games. We give away some cool prizes. So if you're new to the show, check it out every Friday night, 8 o'clock Eastern. Do you know what big piece of news we were going to cover on the live stream, but it never we never got around to it because we were dicking around too much? There, What's that? that does happen on the live stream. The Visions trailer. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. It was good. Was yes, very good. I'm uh, excited for that. Disney Disney Plus put out a teaser trailer or like a teaser reel, reel almost, I guess. Yeah, sizzle reel some, uh, for interview. all of the what is it? All of the visions animated uh, episodes that they have coming up. Um, the writers, directors, the art is—they're all different. Um, I don't think they actually follow. They're not actual like Star Wars. Or these are I like think independent alone in the universe. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so th- it's like all new stuff. Like, not hey, we're retelling a new hope. Yeah, right. I don't think it's it's a, it's a whole new, anything. just short. I, I don't. How long is each episode? What an hour? Forty five minutes? An hour? 
Did they say? Uh, I don't know that they said. We're fully unprepared right now. I have no idea. I, I'm, <laughs> if each person's doing their own thing, I'd be shocked if they were short, short, though. I'd, I'd think at, yeah. at least 45 minutes to an hour. That's what I would guess. But it's pretty. it looks great. It, the animation yeah, is absolutely beautiful it. in all of the different styles. So I cannot wait to watch that. They are releasing all of them at the same time. So if you want to binge watch, you are welcome to do that. You don't have to wait every week don't like we did for Loki. Do. Yeah. September 22nd. There you go. One week after my birthday, you can feel free to buy me a present. There you go. Star Wars-y stuff is good. Yeah. Or, you know, anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or cash money. Heck yeah. That works too. Money talks, baby. <laughs> well, we've got a lot this week to talk about with Bad Batch because well, this so episode much with the Bad Batch as people on IMDb would <laughs> remind you. <laughs> Very true. We we have a lot to talk about Ryloth. Yes. And how it factors in to the broader picture of everything that is going on in the Star Wars world at this period of time with the transition from the Republic to the empire and it is a very very interesting episode we do have a lot of audio clips for this episode some of them are kind of lengthy so just warning you guys ahead of time um but i hope you enjoy them but yes we got a lot to talk about in this episode so with that i'm going to turn it over to kyle the resident clone wars aficionado here to deliver the goods uh thanks this is the bad batch episode 11 devil's deal um, directed by Brad Rao and Stuart Lee. We've talked about both of those guys multiple times. And written by Dave Filoni, uh, Jennifer Corbett, and George Lucas. Got a credit here. Look at that. What um, do we think that means? Uh, not much. Uh, I don't know. I think he's just on everything. He's always it's always credited as yeah. stories created by, but uh, I don't. I I didn't know if this was different than a. Based on characters from kind of thing. Okay. Never mind. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, special guest stars. Where was a lot of people that we haven't really seen up till now in this episode. We had Robin Atkin Downs as Cham Syndulla returning. Uh, Farrelith Young as his wife, Eleni Syndulla. Uh, I think she's new. We've never seen her before. Uh, Vanessa Marshall reprising her role as Harrison Dula. Um, aged down. There were some com- complaints about uh, our boy Caleb Doom. Not that anybody would do a running gag about it, but. Um, Are you guys talking about me, Caleb Doom? <laughs> talking about me. But Harry sounded <laughs> uh, pitched up and youthful. Uh, Corey Burton yes. as Gobi Blee. Phil Lamar as Orn Frita, just the worst. My goodness, he's a turd. You know, oh, he's just terrible. The Orn turd. He, yes. <laughs> Got him. Exactly. <laughs> you really showed him. And uh, yep. VV Wynn as Saren. And then, of course, C110P Chopper listed as himself. But if you're in the know, you know that means Dave Filoni. If you don't know, now you, now know, you know, homie. Yeah. Um, this episode takes place in Lesu, which is the capital city of Ryloth. And I think it's kind of weird because that's like, it's basically Leku, but with S's instead of K's. I don't know. Uh, 
It just is. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, what should we name this yeah, capital? Uh, Lesu. Mm. Yeah, there we go. Uh, but I don't. I don't know anything about the capital city really. But Ryloth is an outer rim planet. It's the homeworld of the Twi'leks, and um, I, I I was thinking while I was watching this episode, it's strange how on some planets, like you think of Camino or Ryloth that is inhabited by almost strictly one species, right? You know, we see a a few humans in this episode, but those are all representatives of the Empire. Um, And then many other planets, uh, Tatooine, Coruscant, uh, all over the place, you get all kinds, Ord Mantell, all kinds of species intermingled. And I... I've never heard any explanation for why that happens some places and not others. Um, Maybe if you weren't born on Ryloth, you're just not going to go there because it's not that awesome. I I don't really know, but you know, there we go. Something to think about. Hmm. Um, The, the Twi'leks are oftentimes forced into slavery. We've seen that um, in this, Series, well, the Clone Wars series a couple times and all throughout the franchise. Um, Ryloth is a key world in the spice trade. Lots of drug smuggling going through there, apparently. I didn't know that. But there was a planet-wide invasion of Ryloth by the Separatists during the Clone Wars. This was led by Wat Tambor of the Techno Union. If you need to know... Yeah, that's, that's pretty good, actually. If you need to know about Wat oh, Tambor, you. you can go check out our... Um, Clone Wars season seven episodes, the Bad Batch arc. Um, at that time, freedom far- fighters led by Cham Syndulla, who we obviously saw in this episode, fought alongside the Jedi slash Republic forces against that invasion. And uh, they were able to rout the Separatists, but as, um, well, as Cham feared. <laughs> yeah, I found my spot. But uh, as Cham feared, the Republic occupied Ryloth unilaterally, but without open opposition. So the Republic was like, yeah, we'll come help you. But then once they got the Separatists out, they just kind of stayed, even though the Twi'leks didn't necessarily want them there, but uh, they helped them, you know, turn away these invaders. So, and they did help them out. And you can tell that Cham obviously has like a little bit of a soft spot for the clones in this episode. Uh, so they just kind of rolled with it. Um, Ryloth and Cham's freedom fighters also fought the Imperials who occupied their planet after the clone wars, like we're going to see later in rebels. Um, this eventually is why Hera returns with the ghost crew and uh, ultimately, Grand Admiral Thrawn shows up with all that stuff where he he takes over the Syndulla house and he's got her Calicori and all those things. Mm-hmm. Um, you can check that out in Season 1, Episode 19 through 21, and Season 3, Episode 3 of The Clone Wars, as well as Rebels Season 2, Episode 16, and Season 3, Episode 5. Um that's all I've got on Ryloth, but it has popped up quite a few times in the yeah. Star Wars universe. But we're here on Ryloth, and there's a large gathering of Twi'leks. They're waiting for some announcement. 
Crosshair is kind of watching this tense crowd. He spots Gobi Glee, who he was looking out for, and some other freedom fighters. Um, Gobi Glee is also seen in the Clone Wars and Rebels. Um, always alongside Cham, fighting with mm-hmm. him, fighting for Ryloth and their freedom. Uh, the crowd is calling for Senator Orn Frita to come out and speak to them. But he is... I guess upstairs somewhere in the building somewhere. I'm not really a hundred percent clear, uh, but he and Cham, the Sindulas both. And um, what's his name? Rampart are all up mm-hmm. there having a conversation about, you know, why are the people not happy about the empire being here? And we're, we're going to open this mine and offer them all these jobs and help the economy and all these things and yada, yada, yada. And the Sindulas, well, you know, uh, there's, we're sick of being occupied. We we're Twi'leks. This is our place. We just want to have our planet and be left alone. And, and it seems like now this is the third group of, of military, uh, occupants, occupants that are just going <laughs> to stay against anyone's will but cham is going to try and give him the benefit of the doubt the he should be content that the war is over he says uh change is not always easy but hopefully his people will embrace the peace and he's got Mm -hmm. his uh his friend uh the the clone wow dang what's his name hauser yes yes our new clone friend with the with the good hair and the nice teal (laughs) paint job hauser with hauser, hauser with the good hauser hair with the good hair yeah um <laughs> and, and clearly ballast. these <laughs> well formerly known as ballast uh yeah clearly these guys have a relationship they fought together and and um you know he he's kind of talking cham down a little bit and you can you can do this let's let's be done fighting which i, th- I you can imagine after years and years of war you'd be ready to stop um they have a level of trust with each other i think yeah at this point clearly and and i think they're it see and we'll get to this a little later when when he brings Hera back when he catches her and chopper i think they seem almost friendly like they legitimately like each oh, other yeah you know oh they, yeah definitely yeah. so um, it's, it's interesting though because he's the only clone that we've seen kind of be Show a little bit of individuality and initiative and besides the bad batch in quite some time, like yeah. since order 66. Mm-hmm. So right. Any, any bit of leeway against whatever, you know, not, yeah, he's not a hundred percent toeing the line. I agree a hundred percent, which leads me to say one, he's definitely like questioned authority and questioned orders more than anybody we've seen since order 66, like other than the bad batch, like you said, and and Rex who got his chip out. Um, but I wonder, is there a world where he could leave with the bad batch and be in this whole turn of events? This is a, a two part arc, um, where we're going to see mm-hmm. obviously the bad batch come in the next episode. I think that's what we're all assuming, but could, that open um open hauser's eyes to the empire and and could he leave with with the bad batch i don't expect that to happen but i think it could be interesting and they're definitely setting up hauser to be questioning authority 
I, yeah. I wonder if it's very similar to how Rex was kind of on a different level with his individuality because he was with Anakin and mm-hmm. this Hauser guy has been embedded with, you know, Twilight Freedom Fighters for how long? And it kind of changes his outlook and his behavior and his, you know, makes him more that, questioning authority. Like, you've been hanging out with these, like, non-human rebels for mm-hmm. the, you know, I'm assuming mm-hmm. a good amount of the war with how close he seems to Cham. So I was, yeah. I was thinking of that thing um, Rex said about how it's very rare that, that clones don't respond or their inhibitor chips don't work or whatever. Um, but that's a good point. You're right. He's been fighting with these insurgents for years. Um, could be a similar thing. It's very interesting because the opening of this episode and the opening of the last episode were very similar in the sense that we're coming in on this planet there's a giant gathering to deliver the news that, hey, your planet is now part of the Imperial Network of Planets. Yeah, congratulations. <laughs> congratulations. But we're getting, while the people, I agree, don't like Orn Free Ta, they were very celebratory after Cham gets up and does his speech. And I, I do have that here. This one is a little bit longer, um, but I did cut it a little bit. So there's a little pause of cheering in the middle that's missing. Thanks to the generosity of the Galactic Empire, our new refinery will bring stability and growth to Ryloth once again. Now is the time for all Twi'leks to step down from their military posts and enjoy their hard-fought freedom. Step down? With order established throughout the galaxy, the Empire has offered its valiant clone army to protect and defend. We want Sindula! <laughs> My friends, I understand your uneasiness. The one thing we have always done as a people we stand together to defend Ryloth. When the Clone War began and the Republic was losing, we were on our own. But when our losses mounted and the enemy closed in, the Clone Army came to our aid. We would not be here today if it wasn't for them. They fought with us. They fought for us. And they have earned our respect. I trust them to protect us as they always have. The war has ended. Let us lay down our weapons and focus on Ryloth's future. And clearly they're cheering there after he gives his speech. And it was the part that I cut out there, and you can hear it when you watch watch the show. There's a gentleman in the crowd that yells, Jam, tell us what to do. And you can't hear it on the audio that I have there, but he they clearly will listen to Cham when he's speaking and they side with him more than they do Orn Frita. Well, Orn Frita is extremely unpopular on Ryloth. Um, he, he's one of those politicians that lives in Coruscant. He's really only trying to make his own life better and amass personal wealth. Um, Mm -hmm. he's known to be selfish and cowardly and greedy. Um, he also appears in 17 episodes of clone wars as well as revenge of the Sith. But he's, uh, 
almost universally hated, which makes you wonder how he keeps getting elected. Nobody really ever addresses <laughs> that. Uh, who's voting right. for this guy? I don't know. But is he the Mitch McConnell of uh, Star Wars universe? <laughs> you that's giving him too well, much credit, probably. It's interesting though because like what was um, Padme was talking about. Um how many times she could get elected right Mm -hmm. and that's or like she could be queen and then she ran that's why she ended up becoming the senator Yeah, you can only do one one term as queen yeah i don't know that they've ever talked about like is it every planet has different rules for how long their senators are there is it just they probably have different rules for how they're selected i would i would yeah, assume, I don't know. But I don't. But yeah, this don't dude. Know. This dude manages to get in there all the time. I'm going to guess it's because of the influence of Palpatine. Well, he's a flacky and easily influenced, as we saw in this episode. Mm-hmm. But he's hated all the while. Cham has been not only like leading the freedom fighters, but leading from the front lines. So he he has their respect, and I I think where they know and believe that Orn Frita is going to only look out for himself, even if that means throwing the people who live on Ryloth under the bus. Well, there's not really buses in Star Wars, but under the the <laughs> repulsor lift or something. Hover I don't speeders. know. But he, uh, he, he'll do that because he doesn't even live on Ryloth most of the time. But Cham is about what's best for them. And so if he says this is okay to turn in your weapons, then they believe him foolish in my opinion. Um, and you can tell you can't hear it in the audio because it's a look on his face, but Gobi Glee is not pleased and his homie freedom fighters, um, Mm -hmm. off his shoulders. there, also not pleased as soon as Cham says, yeah, just, give your weapons to the empire and, and stand down and go about your mm-hmm. lives. They're like, uh, I don't know. This has happened awful quick. Yeah. Could you consider the turbo tank a bus? Um, maybe. I mean, it's, it was transporting a, people, albeit prisoners, people but mover. that's technically it is, yeah, a tank. really big one. Yeah. It's a really big it's one. 10 wheels. Anyway. Yeah. But that's the that's the end of our um, address to the public there, and the the empire kind of got what they wanted, and and Rampart, who, if you really pay attention in this episode, he had a very elaborate and specific plan that he had from the very very beginning, right here at the end of this uh, this little address. He is mentioning to to the Sindulas, um, it's a shame that your daughter couldn't be here, which she's out at uh, the the mining facility the that she's not supposed to be in, and clearly he already knows that because he's kind of hinting mm-hmm. at it to her, and, and of course she she protects her and says, oh, she has other int- interests, but um he is already planning this setup that is going to come around at the end of the episode. And he hints at it a couple other times too. Uh, he tells, he tells the Senator to play his role in the middle of the episode and then thanks him after he gets shot in the head for playing his role, uh, as, yep. as a pawn. Thank in you his for game. playing your part, Senator. Um, so yeah. it's, um, 
you you think of of people like like uh, Palpatine and Grand Admiral Thawne as having a plan, but clearly our previously underestimated Rampart here has has a scheme or two up his sleeve too. But like I mentioned, yep. Hera and Chopper are spying on an Imperial refinery, which is where they're refining slash mining Dunium. Which, correct me if I'm wrong, this is what they're making the Death Star out of, right? Isn't that? Yep. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. clearly, n- not only are we are we going to uh, arm and, and fuel the Empire, but we're going to build, you know, the planet destroying. It's, I mean, it's literally called a Death Star. It's right there in the name. You don't have to describe it as anything worse. <laughs> it's a I Death think Dunium's which, used in a lot of things, though, too, like starships and stuff, too. Which I believe Ryloth is actually fairly close to Geonosia as well. Really? Like planet-wide. They're not far from each other. I believe that. Yeah. Hmm. What's the... Well, I mean, we're, we're talking Star Wars medals. What's the medal in the Thrawn Ascendancy's books that they make their, their ship hulls out of and then the, the weird guys make the jewelry out of? Um... Nix. I know it's Nixus, Nexus, Nixus, something like yeah. that. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Dunium. There we go. We're, we're, we're mining Dunium on Ryloth for whatever that's worth. <laughs> I say it's for the Death Star. Maybe not. Who knows? Uh, but Hera was told by Uncle Gobi, who's not really your uncle. That's like a friend of the friend of your parents. Call him uncle. We're really close, but n- not a sibling to either one of her parents, just to be clear. Uh, but Uncle, Uncle Gobi told her to gather intelligence. Uh, she's kind of checking through some binocs and looking around, and she doesn't really see too much. She's laying on her back. She's watching the birds fly around and, and daydreaming of being a pilot, and she gets spotted by a couple clone troopers. Dun, dun, yeah, dun. She's in big trouble. There was a restricted area, but she gets hauled back to her parents. Um, oh Well, actually, before that, the Twi'leks are turning over their weapons. We see that at the Syndulla homestead, which that happened very quickly. You know, like they had this big address in the in the town square, like "Give us your guns." And then, what is this? An hour later, we're lined up at at the Syndulla's house where we're turning in guns. Not any kind of not back at the square where we already were, or, or a government building or anything. But we're at the Syndulla's house turning in guns. Uh, I can't explain it, but that's where we are. And um, Gobi's arguing that the the clones should not be the ones to defend Ryloth because that was sort of Cham's thing. As the clones are here, it's okay. We can trust them. We don't need the weapons. They'll protect us if anything happens. Um, but Gobi thinks they should be prepared to take care of themselves. I tend to agree with him. Um, and then how, how do we say... Cham's wife slash Hera's mom's name is it Eleni? Uh, Eleni, Eleni, Eleni. I don't. Think I knew someone Eleni, with this but... name in real life, and it was pronounced Eleni. Eleni. Oh, that's what I'm going. I don't with. know. Um, but she says that Cham knows the people are tired of fighting and can't go on as they have been, but Gobi fears that turning over the weapons has made them defenseless. Duh. That's the whole point. It obviously has. And uh, he's already reached out to his contact, AKA Sid, spoiler alert, 
to send more arms through get some more the bad batch for all the haters the bad batch have to be in the bad batch they're in it they're bringing the guns <laughs> they're bringing the heat it's just not all about them yeah i don't which i don't know why it has to be <laughs> loved the uh, downed y-wing in the background at the uh Sindula residence as well presumably the one where we got chopper right yep i mean it's not yep. expressly allegedly specified, but you yeah, i'd be alleged it'd be a heck of a coincidence if it was something else mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Then after that exchange, that's when we get Captain Hauser bringing Heron Chopper back to the Sindula residence. Sorry about this, General, but they were found inside a restricted zone. We were just exploring. I'm in a tough spot, Jim. Between us, things are a little tense at the moment. I won't report this, but it can't happen again. I assure you it won't. Thank you, Hauser. What were you doing out there? I already told you. I want the truth, Hera. I sent her. Gobi. Hera, Chopper, inside. Now. not fair. We didn't do anything wrong. The Imperial refinery is off limits, Hera. You know that. Uh, I never said we were at the refinery. Oh, sharp for a kid. I have my ways too. Mm-hmm. Now then, tell me what you saw. Leave nothing out. Busted. Busted right there. Mom knew how, the whole time. How nice of a guy, though, is Uncle Gobi knowingly throwing Hera into this mix like I I would you can't do that to somebody else's kid man if it's your kid seems to me like mom was in on the whole thing too though I would agree and you know is it mom's orders to Gobi like hey help us out and you can tell that Cham is pissed yeah Cham's the only one in the dark yeah but I I would agree I would also argue that she and Gobi are right, you know, and yeah, I, no, no, I'm not disagreeing. I'm not disagreeing with that at all, but Jim is being a little too trusting, I mean, but yes, they are definitely putting the child. I mean, I, you could also argue that there is no fighting and they just told her to go look at the refinery. Uh, so presumably it wasn't super dangerous. They probably already feel like uh Hauser isn't going to, do anything to their child um but they're gonna they're gonna soon find out that her being mm-hmm. the child of the de facto leaders of ryloth i i think cham doesn't actually have any like political power but he's clearly the person that people look to for answers or guidance um it's not going to get her very far it's going to get her accused yeah. of treason yeah um well, this is uh, Cham is obviously furious with Gobi. Just a little. And here's what he says. That is unacceptable. Do you realize what could have happened if this was reported? My daughter spying on an imperial facility. Why would it be spying? What don't they want us to see? Good question. This is a delicate situation. I will not have you put Hera in the middle of it. The clones were supposed to leave Ryloth when the war ended. 
I will not stand by while more arrive each day. Legitimate concern. We agreed to disband when the time came. What was the point of fighting if we cannot accept peace? We've been friends a long time, Sham. I'm telling you, the Imperials are up to something. You just don't want to see it. It's blinded by the light, man. Blinded. Says no more war. Yep. We're all good now. Uh, I, I mean, uh, I, I understand what good is fighting if we're never going to accept peace. Like, you, you have to be done at some point, but also we're being very trusting of this brand new regime that clearly is not doing what they said they were going to do you know and that yeah you'd you'd think cham would be a little more cautious considering what they've already been through um but he's Mm -hmm. not really did you guys know that cham's uh nickname is the the hammer of ryloth i did know that actually yes did you know what his wrestling name was no, I did not. Cham the Hammer Valentine. God, here we go. <laughs> this guy. Like Greg the Hammer. There was um <sighs> there was another moment here that came up after this where uh Cham and Hera are on a balcony and they're having a conversation. Um and I have that one as well. Do you still dream of flying? All the time. Then I can go far from here. My dream was for a free Ryloth, for our people to happily live in a world at peace. We have that now. The people don't seem very happy. Their lives, much like yours, have been surrounded by war for far too long. But we are coming through it. Uncle Gobi doesn't think so. He says things are getting worse. I am well aware of what your uncle thinks. He and I want the same things, but differ in our approach. If we need to fight, I am as capable as anyone. Gobi trusts me to do my part. Why can't you? <laughs> that fiery spirit. You remind me of myself at your age. But I want more for you, Hera. Fighting, it takes a toll. My hope is that you won't ever have to live a life like mine. Mm-hmm. Definitely wants better for his kids and his people. Lots of foreshadowing in that conversation, though. Fighting takes a toll, and it does. Battles leave scars, as we learn later. You can't see. Yep. Yeah. You know, Star Wars is popular all over the world, but do you think that Twi'leks are more popular in France? I was. What or do you think it's like? Question, maybe. uh, Well, they have French accents. They're like, why are they giving them a French accent that's racist? I don't know. Like, I don't. (laughs) I don't think uh, people really like the accent (laughs) of the the Trade Federation when that came. Well, that was because it was an accent of a non-white people. You're not. You're punching down. French accents. You're punching up. Just like they're just European French people, huh? Yeah. I don't know. I wonder. It's a good question. Fair question. Has, has there ever been a celebration France? Was there a statistically higher percentage of Twi'lek cosplayers? Well, there there well, was one in there was been ones in Europe, but I don't think France. I know there was one in London. I don't know that that's a good measuring stick, though. Uh, you never know. <laughs> data's data, Justin. I, I don't know. Maybe the Twilight cosplay was hot back then. I don't know. Maybe maybe it comes and goes. It's, it's I don't always know. hot. If it's hot, you know, there's Twilight's yeah. all over the place. Um, True. 
not Orn Frita though. He's not a looker. He he tries Ew. to dress it up with the with the robes and the I don't know what the thing's called that goes around your neck on top of the robe. I don't know. It's weird, but he's he's not a, he's not an attractive guy. I hate to say it. You don't want to judge anybody by their appearance. But since he's a turd too, I feel a little better about it. And he's a cartoon. <laughs> he's not a looker. Yeah. But we we I got he, we do get this little scene with he and Rampart in the in some kind of little chamber meeting room thing where Rampart is saying how you know Cham's being more um, he he he's listening to us better than you said he would. He's kind of going with the flow and doing what we want. Mm-hmm. And, and Orn Fritas like, well you you see how they respond to him. He's still got to go. He. He's clearly like really jealous of Cham and his his relationship with the people and the the sway he has over them. Um, he, he says Sindula's fighters will always be loyal to him, and um, I think even though he's like kind of a selfish turd and is going to do whatever for himself, he still wishes the people would listen to him and liked him better. And he's really jealous of Cham and. He uh yeah. he just wants him to go down no matter what. He's got he's got a total grudge. He's got to go on this whole this whole episode. And this is when he basically tells him everybody has their part to play, Senator. Yep. He says we each mm-hmm. have our parts to play, Senator, and your part happens to be in about twenty minutes in the episode to get <laughs> shot in the side of the head by <laughs> this guy right here by the door. <laughs> Got to the yeah. dome. Uh, Crosshair yeah. was also in there. He was given some kind of intel on on Gobi Glee. Uh, that all happened right before that conversation you just played with um, Hera and her dad. Mm-hmm. And that's yep. when Hera heads to the hangar where uh, Gobi and Saren, who's a oh, she's a Gobi. new character, um, they're prepared to leave for a quote supply run which I'm not going to call a lie, but it was definitely not the full truth. Um, it was a supply of guns. Yeah. I th- yeah. Supply <laughs> I mean, it is a supply. Like, we're going to go get some food First and toilet aid. paper. We're going to get some <laughs> medical supply. Yeah, right. no, we're getting, we're getting guns, even though we just turned over all the guns this afternoon. I got to run to Costco. Yeah. Maybe stop at Taco Bell on the way back. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> it's a quick supply for us. Maybe blasters and some uh, thermal detonators. <laughs> thermal know, detonators. we come right. across. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's... Um, he sets her up here. Yeah, like I'm, it, I mean, I'm confused. And I've, I'm going to say something like really crazy. But uh-oh. so... So Hera says she's not going to go. Originally, she was going to go on the supply run with them. She decides not to go because her dad doesn't want her spying. And I think we've got the clip, but he he actually, why don't you play the clip, and then mm-hmm. I'll say what I was going to say. Okay. You're late. Let's get moving. I can't go. I'm sorry. Your father said no more spying. This is a simple supply run. Still, I think I should stay here. All right, but I was going to let you fly this time. Fly? Really? I guess it will have to wait. Chop, cover for me. Wait. Chop. Yeah. <laughs> so, I we talked about this a little bit on the live stream on Friday, 
And on Fridays, I usually only get to watch the episode once before we do the live stream. And I've watched it a couple times again since then. On okay. Friday, I thought, you know, maybe he just really wants Hera. She's like the next generation. She's clearly she's clearly invested in um, this same kind of freedom fighter protecting Ryloth thing that the whole family is. So I felt like maybe he was just trying to keep her on his side, so to speak, or influence her to be of his opinion, um, as opposed to her dad's who's like, let's just kind of go with the empire and do what they say because he like clearly knew exactly what he was doing and knew that there was no way Mm -hmm. she was going to not go if he offered to, to to fly. fly. But why was it so important to him? That doesn't make any sense to me because she just got caught, like just got caught. And he just had this big fight with her dad. So it doesn't track, but is it possible that he somehow like wanted them all to get in trouble and wanted Cham to get in like is because Rampart had this so. Rampart I think so. had get- this all planned out too. And he all these things had to work out perfectly for it to go down. So if we go backwards, we know and I'm like reading so much into this like 30 minute <laughs> TV show. No, this is but we know for sure that Rampart wanted to end with Crosshair shooting the senator and framing Cham for the attempted assassination. Okay. So yep. to do that, yep. he needed Cham to get there. And to get Cham there, they got Hera. And to get Hera, they had to shoot down the transport that she was on after it picked up these guns that they knew they were smuggling. So, like, how did he know Hera was going to be there, especially if Hera just got caught overseeing? So, like, I'm assuming. That Rampart had this all planned out because he hinted at it throughout the whole show, including right at the very beginning when he said to the mom, like, oh, it's a shame Hera can't be here. So is it possible that Gobi was in on the setup for some reason? There it is. But no, I know he's I think I think Rampart just knows that Hera has been hanging out with him. Yeah. So he knows that it's an inevitability. That's a you think his so own he had his whole, Gobi's own this whole, you think Gobi's own pride would bring Hera into it and he's just watching it versus they've already been in contact with Gobi and have inc- incorporated him into their plans for Ryloth. If Gobi wasn't still with if if Gobi wasn't still with the Twilight like freedom fighters in Rebels then I'd say yeah, sure. Maybe he, maybe he's like in well, on it, but be, because he's still part of the movement, I'm I'm guessing that he's not. That's why I asked you about that before we started recording, specifically. Yeah, and that's why this doesn't make sense to me either, because he he being Gobi is still a part of the movement in Rebels, like Josh was saying, and he's still close with Cham. But it's still Rampart 
Hera had to be there for this plan to work because Cham would not have definitely come to save Gobi, I don't think. Um, maybe he would have. Maybe they could have bet on that. But I think Hera was the guarantee. And for him to know that she was definitely going to be there after she just got caught and Hauser said, I can't cover for her again. This can't happen again. Like, clearly mm. we're going to ca- try to protect her more. It just doesn't make any sense to me why Cham forced her to go after he just fought with her dad and she said no. You mean Gobi? Yeah, why Gobi forced her to go with yeah. them. So here's here's a, here's how you get it back to Gobi being a part of the rebels, though, is how often in Star Wars have we seen Imperials promise something to somebody only to when that actually happens, they don't deliver on the promise that they told them they would and they've changed the deal, right? So maybe he promises something to Gobi to help him set up Sham and Orn Frita to get them out and said, oh yeah, we'll make you the new, so well, this is Galactic Senate's gone, right? Not That's yet. dispatched. Not yet. Okay, so maybe he says, well, we're going to make you a senator. We're going to set these two up. You'll become the new senator because the people will most likely listen to you and then when it all comes to fruition and you're right at that cusp of, Hey, things are going in my favor. That's when Rampart says, mm, you know what? We've changed our minds. This isn't what's going to happen. And that's where Gobi goes, Oh no, I've made a tragic mistake and turns around and helps Sham and Hera, maybe Hera escape or whatever. Yeah, and that's how Gobi is now part of the rebels. Or something. Yeah. But I, yeah. It just didn't make a lot of sense to me otherwise. I think the maybe the practical explanation is that so we know they had eyes on Gobi because mm-hmm. Crosshair is like watching him like a hawk the whole time, and so if they have high eyes on Gobi, they know that he has this kind of influence and relationship with Hera, and so that it's only a matter of time before they were able to catch them. And it and it doesn't it seem like ha- this isn't the first time Hauser's had to bring her in. Either. yeah for sure mm-hmm. um, so like yeah. a, a pattern with her a pattern with Gobi. they're watching Gobi, and then they were just waiting for their moment when they were together yeah. and able to do something and this happened to right. be it i could be it's a could you be. know i like i like the theory kyle no i like it, it was like it, it's when you it seemed like why why would he i, I still wonder oh, why no. would it be all so the stuff's there for your for conspiracy him, theory for though to, for her to yeah. go because he pulled out the big guns. Like if you're they like we if we know Hera very well, and she's already mentioned flying twice in this episode. We're only we're only eleven minutes in at this point, and he says, "Oh, fine, but I was going to let you fly this time." And knowing that's the guarantee, that's basically you might as well handcuff her and drag her on there. Like she's a hundred percent going to go. Just why was yeah. it so important that he go, especially because he knows it is dangerous too. They're going to get illegal arms off planet. Yeah. Well, I don't think he cares about that. He's trying to, he's trying to, um, you know, like train her to be yeah. the next generation. To be of, who she becomes. So, yeah. And he sees her, he might see her like getting chastened by her dad. So now she's like, he wants to make sure he can keep it going, keep her doing stuff. You know, 
That's probably way more realistic. So many different, uh, so many different tangents though that you can go down with this oh, line. Yeah, like totally. Kyle's gone one direction. Like Josh, totally see that one too. Like developing Hera for to be the the rebel, the freedom fighter later on that we see in Rebel. Like it, totally different paths and. Um, you know, Kyle, you're right. Is this all a setup from the very beginning, from the time that Crosshair is watching Gobi at the thing and like, oh yeah, hey, he's here, he's here, all right, he's here, he's doing his part, all right, do your part. No, like those are the cues to like mm-hmm. of the dominoes that need to fall. So there's there's a lot of different ways that this can go, but let's um let's keep moving forward here and and check out Hera's flying skills. Yeah, Crosshair, like you mentioned, has eyes on them. <clears throat> And he has eyes on this exchange here, and he he plants a, a homing beacon onto the ship that they're leaving in, and he radios to someone over the comm, uh, presumably Rampart, but I don't know that for sure, that it's been tagged, but he is not alone, presumably meaning that mm-hmm. Hera is with him. Um, so she flies. She's up there. She's behind the She's doing wheel. it. Thinking happy thoughts. Yeah, she's... Thinking happy thoughts. She's flying. It's a feeling. The sensors are only half of it. Um, but Gobi's impressed and won't let her land the ship just yet. He says something about uh, no takeoffs or landings quite yet. Uh, she's not real happy about that, but you know it is what it is. She, mm-hmm. You get what you get. You don't bitch fit. She got to fly, so there you go. Uh, this... Saren, who we don't really know anything about, she takes over the controls there and lands the ship on Ryloth. Ryloth's nearest moon. Sorry, not on Ryloth. They left Ryloth. Like I said, they went off planet. Um, apparently, Gobi is just not going to fly. He's only going to watch the women fly him around. He's uh, only gets chauffeured <laughs> in the in the. Ship. He's there to do yeah. the deal, not the flying, apparently. But this is when Hera asks what supplies they're getting, and Gobi admits that it's weapons. And she had no idea. I don't know what she. She says, uh, "What she said? She's like, but didn't we just turn in our, all our weapons to yeah. the Empire?" And he's That's like, "Yeah, for for a short time. For just it's just temporary yeah. <laughs> or something like that." Yeah, she's just yeah. a little baby. She doesn't know. But uh, this is, uh, we, we land on the moon and we get the ship coming in and, and uh, she goes, I've never seen a ship like that before. And it is a pretty sweet looking ship. The Havoc Marauder is, is kind of intimidating when you first see it. Um, but she meets the Bad Batch. Uh, when they go out, they meet the Bad Batch. And uh, this is the exchange that you get between Gobi and the Bad Batch. Are you Gobi? Sid sent us. Along with three dozen blasters in the case of thermal detonators. Let's see them. Which, right there, it's funny because these these four guys come walking out of this ship. Wrecker is the only one carrying anything. <laughs> he has both trunks Look, and just like slams the them on the guy, ground. You're carry the bags, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he heaves them down. But, uh, yeah. yeah, they take a he look at the He just chucks them down. And Hera is interested in the ham- Havoc Marauder uh, in the background, so she just kind of strolls over while the while the grown-ups are looking at blasters and thermal detonators. Hunter eyes her a little bit while she walks by, keeping tabs, making sure Omega's good, I'm sure. Um, and mm-hmm. then we have an exchange between 
these two youths. This is a, two youths. The, the youngsters. <laughs> the two youths. Yeah. What type of ship is this? A modified Omicron class attack shuttle. You knew that if you've been listening Can I have a look show? inside? Hunter, can she come aboard? Okay, you can come up. That's dad to no you, funny Omega. Business. Funny business? Uh-huh. I'll be watching you. Uh. She's joking, but not. <laughs> okay, then. Yeah. Show me around. I love, her. I love how she says that funny business. Yeah. <laughs> like, she's never heard that term before, I think. And she's like, I don't know what that is. French will like, say that. <laughs> uh, super cute do, exchange, though. And Omega is like, like, she's like, nope, I got this. Like, I'm, I'm on duty now. Like, I'm part of the crew. I'm on ship duty. Yeah, I don't know why, really. Like, it, it was for no special reason, but this whole little thing with Omega where she's like, Hunter, can she come aboard? Like, and, and like, I've got my eye on you and the whole thing. I just really, I really liked it. Her being like the old salt. Yeah. Like, now she's she's just a mm-hmm. veteran. She's been around. She's yeah. seen some stuff. She was, like, seen some she was up on that top step with like her forearms like on the top of her knees with her yeah, hands just like, kind of hanging cool. down like yeah what do Look you want me. kid like, right, yeah, right, right like, before they landed she's like you boys take the goods <laughs> i'll watch the ship <laughs> right like i'm the boss now see yeah like this is what's gonna happen she was also a um, gangster from the 30s see here boys uh, <laughs> but um, she shows hera her bunk in the gunner mount and hera's impressed and I, I thought it was a fun little line about like, oh, you get to live on a starship. That's my dream. And mm-hmm. of course, we know she spends a large portion of her life living on a starship. This, um, the dialogue that they had on the ship, that part, um, and this other part uh, about the ship was very interesting. Um, and it talks a little bit about uh, Hera's dream. You sure know a lot about this. Do you fly? No. Tech won't let me train until I can recite all of the ship's specifications from memory. Specs are only half of it. Flying is... It's about a feeling. What do you mean? When I close my eyes and picture myself up there, I feel it. The instruments help guide you, but you plot your course. You're free. So you're a pilot? No, not yet. But one day... Love it. But one, one day. day. That music well, sounds so similar to Leia's theme. Mm-hmm. It is similar. Yep. It was uh, a cool exchange again where, you know, I think Omega's learning a lot more about the Bad Batch, the ship, and everything that kind of goes into what they're doing and looks at it from a very operational standpoint. Like, oh, tech won't let me fly until I can recite all of the stuff on the ship and, and I know it inside and out. And Hera's like, Screw that. You just got to like get behind the wheel and drive, man. <laughs> like that's how you do it. It's a feeling. And uh, it sets up a great exchange uh, that I'll play here in a second between Omega and uh, Hera as they're leaving. But um, yeah, so we go back out to the Bad Batch and they're looking, uh, Gobi's looking for more guns. Yeah, he wants, um, he wants to get some more weapons from Sid as soon as he can. And Hunter warns him that building an arsenal is going to attract attention. And Gobi says, well, you know, we have no choice. He gathers up their stuff and uh, they're ready to head out. And that's when we uh, get the the young ladies conversating. Make a new friend. She's kind of strange. I like her. Did you know flying's about a feeling? 
What feeling? <laughs> right there. Oh, Tech has zero feeling whatsoever, and it's just about numbers and technology to him, which goes back to that uh, Battle Scars episode where he was trying to describe the war to her and can't because he has no feelings. It's a series of battles. None. He's a, he's it's no feelings. He's, might as well be a protocol. He's got nothing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I okay. feel like uh, I feel like um, C three PO has more emotional depth than <laughs> he definitely than feels plenty of fear. C three PO is scared yeah. of everything, so he's yeah, emotional all the time. Um, but these guys are are headed back to Ryloth on some kind of freighter. I don't know what kind of ship it is, but they're they're returning. But they get they pick up uh, Imperials on the sensors right as they're trying to uh, to land in some kind of ravine there, and they get shot down into a canyon. Boom! Yep. And that's when an Imperial LAAT slash I gunship lands near them, and the clone troopers... You mean a lat? A lat! That's, yeah, they, they were invented by the goat man. That's why they named him that. So. Godel. <laughs> Godel. There you go. Yeah, the Godels. By the Godels. Just Keep it in canon here, in universe, please. The man. Well, it's uh, Did you know uh, Jim Brewer was on Star Wars? No, no. Uh, remember Jim Brewer? Yeah, yes, yes, I remember I Jim remember Brewer. The Goat Boy. <laughs> yes, I, I remember yep, Goat Boy. I remember that well. one. <laughs> I've referenced him on the show before. Uh, but this particular lat stands for uh, low altitude assault transport infantry. Uh, specifically. That's a, that's a new thing I've been doing the last couple episodes. If it's at-at, then every other ship is also pronounced phonetically like that. There you go. With it. It makes sense. I'm good. Yeah, I'm good with it. Mm-hmm. Except that you don't do it for any other one except that one. I just I just at's. did it for the lat. Because of a stupid lat. Hasbro commercial from the 80s. The lat. Mm, you seem like your heart is full of hate, and I don't Josh understand just, why. He's he's bitter. Yeah, he's bitter about he's it. He's already. He can't let it go know. from the eighties. Anger leads to hate, and hate leads to suffering. <laughs> Josh, keep that in mind. Uh, but the troops take Gobi, Saren, and Hera into custody. Vice Admiral Rampart arrives with Senator Ta. Crosshair informs him that there's uh, the Twi'leks were caught smuggling weapons, and. Senator Ta claims that Chan is plotting an uprising because Hera is there. You know, the Sindula girl is here. That's proof. Mm-hmm. Hera denies it, but Ta says that her presence is enough to implicate him. <clears throat> Rampart disagrees. He uh, clearly doesn't care what Senator Ta has to say about anything. He has no respect for him. It's like very, very clear. But Rampart says that the public will not see it that way. He's well, way too well liked. Uh, Cham has influence over the people and Cham hasn't committed a crime yet, but Hera has. So that's when we really see Hauser like push back a little bit. Like we were talking about, he says, she's just a child. How are we going to, you know, like try to press charges or hold her responsible? She's with these two adults. Uh, Obviously, they've been watching them this whole time. Um, how are we going to just use this kid as a pawn to leverage her parents? Uh, but Ta 
says she's an insurgent and orders that the captives are taken away. So they Mm -hmm. pack them up. Uh, Crosshair spots three of the freedom fighters up on the ridge watching this whole thing. And he tells Rampart, uh, you know, do you want me to take care of them? But no, Rampart says to let them go and report back to the Sindulas. Obviously, this is all part of his plan that he's had in place the whole time. He needs the Sindulas to know that he's got um, their daughter. So Cham and Eleni find out, and they're obviously like shocked. They're horrified. They've got to go speak to Senator Ta immediately. They find out that Gobi, Saren, and Hera have all been found guilty of treason. They haven't even had a trial. They're sure that Senator Ta will make Mm -hmm. sure they don't even get one. And they decide that their only option is to intercept the convoy that's carrying the prisoners before it reaches the capital. Yep. Um, so they go straight to it because it's already happening. It's underway. They've got to get there immediately. The prisoners are being transported in a, you can't even do it with this one because there's not a single vowel in HCVW <laughs> A9 turbo tank. <laughs> uh, it's a, it's a large 10 wheeled tank that they used as a troop carrier and a transport. Um, I've, I don't know that I've really seen this. It's the same too, it's too the one times. from Mandalorian. Oh, is it the same exact one? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, the, we saw the turbo tank driving one around in that episode there. And uh, Grief Karga in the back with well, the gunner, That was gunner, the right? one that... Um, oh, no, 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 no The no, one no. they drove it's the, with... Um, where Bill Burr and um, Mando were in disguise. It, that's the turbo where tank. Where they were getting attacked by the Nyctos on the little yes. skiff things. Okay. Yes. Yeah, it was that, wasn't it? Big turbo tank. There we go. But bus, if you the will. bus, the Star Wars bus <laughs> it was the that bus. you can throw people under. Um, there you go. But the Twi'leks are pursuing them on the aforementioned Blurgs. People love a Blurg. Yes, Blurgs. Cham takes out the troopers on the biker advanced recon commando speeders, specifically, aka speeder bikes. But these are a specific type, I guess. He's pretty slick on on the speeder bikes with his spear thing there. He takes out quite a few of them. Uh, Rampart <laughs> jousting, yeah, little bit of little bit of Star Wars speeder bike jousting there. You don't see it very often, but uh, it, it comes up. Uh, Rampart and Senator Ta are notified that they're under attack. They're riding, <clears throat> they're riding in the tank. And uh, during this little firefight, the one of the Twi'lek freedom fighters, who I tried to find a name. She doesn't even have a name. They just call her, I think, the Brown Twi'lek, which is so, so rude. But uh, she is like the brownish, like kind of maroon colored Twi'lek yeah. that jumps on the tank. She was on in the control pant, like up in the cockpit, right? Yep. yep. She uh, yeah. jumps down through the turret and takes out uh a couple crew members she slices into their console there to to shut off the comms and she's basically cleaning house um and the twi'leks are able to bring the tank to a halt rampart orders the clones to stand down he's super calm even though senator ta ta who's such a turd is like freaking out he's protesting why are you telling him to stand down 
Rampart says he's keeping him alive. Again, this is all part of his plan. He knew this had to happen if he's going to mm-hmm. set up Cham for the assassination. Obviously, they have to get caught. Um, um, and, and so they're they're stopped. They agree to stand down. They're getting off the 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 tank here, and that's when they're confronted by by Cham and uh, and uh, Elena Eleni. Is that how you say it? I don't know why I can't say her name. Eleni. Yeah, they should have they should have said it more times in the episode. Jeez, address her by her first name. Um, this. What's that? This was uh, no. I was gonna say this was um, to your point. It was kind of that master plan because like. I, they had to set him up here because the people who just were yelling for Cham and he told them to put their weapons down are going to have a hard time siding with Cham after like, well, wait, you just told us to put our weapons down and here you yeah. tried to like get your kid out of an armored transport with your freedom fighters. Like, wait a minute. Yep, that's that's the, the whole I, thing. I they got to try to prevent this uprising so they got to undermine his credibility to the people. Yeah. Yeah. I Your, your earlier... Premon- I don't know, not premonition, but your earlier uh, theory, I think, hold, holds a little weight with with Gobi involved there. But I don't, it, um, it would make sense. I, I don't expect that to be the case, but it's possible. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Sham at this point is uh, he's not happy with with uh, Ta and the no, rest. No, they of them they get is- Hera off the tank there. Her parents bust in. She's super happy to see him, obviously. Um, and, and they put Hera in the speeder that Chopper has. Uh, so she's ready to mm-hmm. go. She's out of the way. And then Cham confronts the Imperials. And he's angry that they they threatened his family and labeled labeled Hera a traitor. And uh, he, he calls Senator Ta a traitor and says he's greedy mm-hmm. and self-interested and, and all these things. How dare you attack our convoy! You are all traitors! You threaten my daughter? And accuse her of treason? For years, I've watched you put your greed and self-interests above Ryloth. You are the one guilty of treason. Do something! He's the one holding the blaster. Jim, stop and think about what you're doing. Ta's time will come, but not this way. She glances back, Hera's watching. Definitely mm-hmm. not a great look to see your dad assassinate somebody. Thank you for playing your part, Senator. Oh. Nod. Snipe. Blaster bolt to the head. Here come all the Imperials over the ridge. They were ready to Oh, but that music right there. So advent- like, it's very Avengersy. Yes, it's it's uh, it tied so well though. It no, was yeah, that's a bad thing. It's it's good. Yeah, it was like oh, we, it just got serious. But yeah, Todd took a a bolt to that laser bolt to the side of the head. We had this debate Friday night in the live stream, uh, Orb Force ninety nine Friday nights eight p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Come join us, have some fun. YouTube, we debated this Facebook. Uh, yeah we debated this on friday is he dead or is he still alive because 
I, it didn't look like a stun no, ring that he hit him with. It like he's dead. And there's a there's like a sizzly, smoky, right in, looks like his temple. Maggie grabbed a screenshot mm-hmm. on the The only reason, the only reason I feel like maybe he's alive is because Rampart right then said the attempted assassination. Um, and since he had this whole thing set up, maybe they're going to give you some explanation for why he was he was shot in the i don't know he was shot in the lake who he was shot with a minimal blaster bolt or something maybe maybe it's because at because in that moment and i've got it i've got it right here hang on one second arrest these insurgents for the attempted assassination of on The Sindula girl won't get far. Have our forces find her. Now, here's why I say maybe he said attempted assassination, because at this point, Todd just took the blaster bolt to the side of the head. So they can say, this is what we're going to arrest them on. But if he dies and they can't save him, now it's murder of Senator Ornfrita. Hmm. The assassination and murder of Ornfrita. Maybe. Not just attempted assassination, like which was literally me. right in that moment. Yeah. It looked like a kill shot to me. I think he's dead, but he is not dead. He's not dead. He's in the book Lords of the Sith that takes place after this. Hmm. Well, there you go. He's not dead. I hmm. forgot because I read that so long ago, but yeah, he's in there. Okay, okay. So he's not dead. I don't know. It's still looking. Maybe it's like a lowered blaster yeah, bolt. So I, don't I, know. I look. Here's the thing: if you shoot someone <laughs> in the side of the head and they fall immediately, fall to the ground, and then they don't die, you're gonna have to explain it. So there. <laughs> I assume this Friday we will find out how he survived getting shot in the side <laughs> of the head by a sniper rifle from crosshair. So yeah. Like when he wakes up, like he's having that conversation with Rampart, like, dude, seriously, did you have to shoot me in the side of the head to make this plan work? Make we couldn't have good, man. thought of something else. That's like, work. come on, you gotta make man. it look good. I know. I know. Uh, well, I know. Uh, backed as a hell of a drug. That's how they're going to explain it. I don't know. <laughs> But that's uh, that's uh, but about yeah, it. it. The gunships fly away. Hera is in the speeder, uh, escaping with Chopper. Super sad. Uh, obviously, her parents just got yeah. arrested for attempted slash, well, unsuccessful but attempted murder. So it will be interesting to see where she goes from here because we know the next episode picks up. Not home if right she's after smart. This, uh, some kind of rescue. Yeah, like, does she, where is she going on Ryloth uh, to to hide from the Empire? I don't know. She's not going back home I wonder how at this point. because she's going to get in touch with the Bad Batch, because I'm assuming the Bad Batch are going to yeah. come to uh, extract her or rescue the Syndulla parents or any number of things. Who knows? But how is she going to get in touch with them? 
Maybe that's how we start the next one where she and Omega exchange Snapchats. That's us during the tour. <laughs> Twitter, Twitter handles, uh, Instas. I don't know. <laughs> it just exchanged their, their mutual social media information. No. <laughs> um, no, I was going to say maybe they get back. Maybe that's where we pick up the next episode where the bad batch gets back to the bar. Sid's bar <laughs> original name. Uh, they get back to Sid's bar and basically she says well this just how ha- she gets news faster than what they get going back that this is what happened and that's where omega says look we need to go back and help hera uh, that could like, be we news can't that we can't leave her there news that uh both Sindulas and gobi all got um captured would be like yeah well where's this little girl that's omega's new friend she really yep. likes her she's kind of weird yep. but she likes her yeah I wouldn't be surprised if that's the the intro going back. They get their Mantel mix. They're celebrating. They get back to Sid's bar, and oops, now we got to go back to Ryloth. And Justin, I believe it's actually called Sid's save a, Place. That happens to be a is bar. Is it Sid's Place? I think. I think. <laughs> I is that the classier way I think that, of calling I do think it that's Sid's what it, I Bar? I think it's called Sid's Place, but uh, either be. way, she named it, it after be. herself. It's not super clever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was uh this was a heavy Ryloth episode. Uh, not a lot of bad batch. Again, if that disappointed you, uh sorry, okay. I don't know what to tell you. This is <laughs> the way sorry. that the creators went not with sorry. it. I'm so like I don't know what to tell you. Um I'm sure there are a million other people that would have thought at the end of Mandalorian it would have been somebody different than who showed up. Uh, and that disappointed them, but like, you're never going to make a hundred percent of the star Wars fans happy. You, you just take what you like and you move on. Like you don't like it. So that's fine, but you get what you get, man. Uh, yeah, you get what you get. It's their, their content. They're creating it. You either like it or you don't like it. I like it's, it. I don't know. It's I okay. Mean, people. Geez, it's okay. It's, it, it, we don't have to be all bad batch a hundred percent of the time to me. Yeah. You guys are a couple big dummies. Sid's parlor. Parlor. Oh, parlor. Okay. Thank you. Way fancier you than bar. Very fancy. <laughs> At least Services include gambling and information. That's what it says on Wikipedia. <laughs> gambling and information. Uh, presumably, you can get a drink there. I would think. I'd like to think yep. she's serving a Goods. drink. That's a horrible Owner, bar if there's the, no drinks. Here's the operational information in the like little thing. It says, owners, Sid. Goods, alcohol, services, gambling Poor. information. <laughs> yeah. <I'll, laughs> sir, I thought you were going to say service. No. One star. I don't know. She's mean to you. Yeah. Yeah. You'll get that. You you'll review. get. Uh, it's probably not good. You'll get the uh, name calling just like uh, Carla from Cheers. So you have that to look forward to when you go to Sid's bar and getting like your, your, and getting your butt kicked in some hollow chess by a 10 year old. So there's yeah, don't, that. Don't play um, the kid. She's a hustler. <laughs> oh, but go enjoy Sid's parlor. Please go enjoy Sid's or parlor. Sid's place or yeah. Sid's bar. Any of them. She's got a yeah. whole. You guys ready for this? They actually have a list of the alcohols that are served there. Oh, Ooh. Geez. They have got, a um, They got some the parlor ale. served a wide variety of alcohol, including Wyron's reserve, deep core, Uta Guta, Mooftin, Wicked Womp Rat, Dark Blue Wicked Milk. Wicked Yeah. Hmm. These all Dark have links, too. Thermal Detonator and Reactor Coolant. 
Uh, I'm going to stay away from the there's reactor. There's an awful lot of Tatooine-themed beverages for Ord Mantel. Is there a house cocktail? I'm not sure. Hmm. The, apparently, that's what all, that's just what all the bottles said in Orabesh on the uh hmm. Oh, somebody episode. translated them? Okay. Yep. Which also means Somebody someone has took a lot of the time, time on their hands to write them originally and translate them into Arabish. Well, there's yeah. a so there's a ton of like Easter eggs yeah. of stuff in the background. Yeah. Well, I got a feeling. Uh, I got a feeling next week we're gonna get a little bit of this. Though. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire the Bad Batch. That was the short version. <laughs> I trimmed it up That's a little for bit. The commercial um, intro. <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, well, hopefully everybody enjoyed uh, our rundown here of episode. What was this? Eleven. Yep. Is that where we're on now? Eleven. Yep. So we're getting too old for this. I know. A few left. Oh, Murtaugh. Uh, yeah. I this know. was Devil's Deal. This was. Uh, this was good. I enjoyed this episode Devil's a lot. Devil. Uh, it, be- which, beautiful animation which, which um if yes. Gobi made a deal with the imperials that would be the yes. devil's deal i don't know, oh, I don't know. No. it's so crazy kyle over here is he's like uh what's the who's the guy in national treasure nostradamus what's the I forget oh. Nicolas Cage's character's name in that. God, please don't call me a Nicolas Cage character. <laughs> He's figuring it out. He's figuring it out, no. people. He's solving the mystery like uh, like Shaggy over here. He's Shaggy. just putting it together. Putting it, it wasn't together. Kyle. It wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> like you can't say any other parts uh, of that I don't song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It, uh, it was a great Mr. episode. Lova Lova. <laughs> <laughs> Lord, people. Josh is uh, uh, forcing my hand to drop a shaggy hit into this production. <laughs> you're, I think he, no, uh, you know you're not. You're you're uh, Mr. Boombastic. Uh, that's the equivalent of telling Hera like oh well I was going to let you fly but you know whatever (laughs) (laughs) alright Uncle Gobi let's blow this thing and get out of here oh goodness you're all clear kid now let's blow this thing and go home Well, much like uh, the anticipation for the last episode of Loki, I cannot wait for the newest episode of Bad Batch this Friday because this should be very, very interesting to see the developments on Ryloth. So, speaking of Twi'leks and Hera and Ryloth, if you haven't already, go check out Ryloth Relics. Uh, They have a beautiful challenge coin with the little Phoenix Squadron logo on the front. And on the back, it has 
Hera's like her the markings oh, yeah, on her markings from her on her Leku, and then it has the ghost ship down below here, and it is a beautiful, beautiful coin. They've got this. He's got this one out, and then I picked up the Sabine one as well. It's just a different color of the Phoenix logo, and then it has her blasters on the back. Beautiful, beautiful coins. These are one. These are two and three of the Rebels collection. There's a Kanan coin out there as well. So. Three out of the six so far. So um, go pick them up. They're they're great coins. He does great work. Um, Much like the show, beautiful animation, beautiful music. Uh, I thought this episode was done wonderfully. Wonderfully, wonderfully. That's a good one. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, this is one of my favorites. Well, catch us anywhere on social medias, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can find us at Outer Rim Beacon at any one of those. You can email us, OuterRimBeacon at gmail.com. My name is Justin. You can find me on the Twitters at IamTheBendu. Where can they find you guys at? This is Josh, and I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Battle of Tanab. This is Kyle, and I am Mr. Boombastic on Twitter, and that's not true. Very I'm fantastic. KB underscore legend on everything. Mr. Lova Lova. <laughs> mm, yes. Sugar. <laughs> like Josh's. Mm. It's pretty good. <laughs> nice. Well, hope everybody has a great week. Again, tune in Friday night. Uh, for Orb Force 99 Bad Batch live stream Friday 8pm Eastern Time YouTube Facebook wherever you want to watch us we're probably on it come join us for some fun uh, we'll play a game we'll do some things we'll have we'll have a good time it'll be a good Star Wars time so tune into that have a great week everybody may the force be with you it wasn't me Mr. Lova Lova <laughs> Caleb Doom <laughs> Take care, guys. The last 20 seconds is usually like my favorite part, and I'll bet no one ever listens to it.